Coming up, we're going to talk about a ride so great that a terrible movie decided to uh, reference it with a really stupid gymnastics move. That's a spoiler for you. From the Bob Varley studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Universal Edition of The Diz Unplugged. This is episode 128 of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. The Disunplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hey, everyone out there. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host with the most, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host, Mr. Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me here today, Rhino. This is going to be a really fun episode. Mm. Lots of promise. Okay. Is it? Yes, it will. Um, You know, unfortunately, uh, if you are, if you're listening to this, you still might not have guessed what is this actual, uh, the show actually going to be about. But for the people who watched and saw the episode title, or if you're finding this on YouTube, clearly it's all over the place, including the thumbnail, you probably already have a good idea about what it is. Uh, But we will keep, uh, you know, I... We'll give you another spoiler for this. It is we're going to be talking about an attraction that Rhino is deathly afraid of. But I have done it. You have, and that's why we are warranted to do it. Um, I wanted to actually do a fun episode about. Um, I wanted to do a fun episode about Hollywood Rip Ride Rocket. I will never. You too much of a baby to do that. I'm I will big, have to. Big old baby. I'll have to call in a brand new co-host in order for that episode to go down. But we can do this one. Uh, the attraction we are talking about, of course, is none other than the attraction that's near and dear to my heart because I spent uh, a little bit over a year slaving away there. I'm, I don't want to say it that bad. It did not feel like a slave experience. Um, it just was a lot, and it was very important to where I met my wife. So it has even more significance to it. That is the one and only Dragon Challenge at Islands of Adventure inside the Wizarding World of Harry Potter Hogsmeade. But before we talk about that, we have to give just a little bit of a shameless plug to Dreams Unlimited Travel. Of course, you heard them in the intro there. They are our number one, uh, uh, number one go-to place for any travel bit and why might you book with Dreams Unlimited Travel? What's what's upcoming that's exciting? Well, yeah, Volcano Bay, uh, you know, the new towers at Cabana Bay, that's all great. But something more important, we now have the opening date for Aventura Hotel. So, Ventura. Yes, not the Ace Ventura Hotel. We'd all love that considering... All loved and dreamed of. Well, yeah, I... I know Tooth Fairy 2 was filmed at Universal. I can't remember if Ace Ventura... The, the third one. The third one, the yeah. The one about the kid. Too. Ace Ventura so, Jr. or something? It, yeah, it's only it's only a shoe-in that they would make the Ace Ventura Hotel. They're not doing that, but they did make the Aventura Hotel. And 
it will start welcoming guests on August 1st, 2018. That is, <laughs> it's a year and a summer away from us. Uh, of course, the Aventura Hotel is um, going to have 600 rooms um, and suites, all of that. We've, we've talked about it on this show before. It's a big glass, big glass building that's going to have a rooftop bar that we will probably only be at one percent of the time um i'm lying we will be there more often than not uh because it will have amazing views of the universal orlando property as well as a great view of the krakatoa uh the erupting volcano that's just right across the street at volcano bay um right now Universal is actually doing um, a deal if you book a stay at Volcano or at not at Volcano Bay <laughs> at uh, Aventura Hotel. So there's two options. Um, if you book a stay of four nights, you'll receive a $50 hotel dining credit. Or if you book a seven night stay, you will get a $100 dining credit. Um, rates will start at $97 per night. If you stay for seven nights and only $116 per night if you stay for four nights, um, which, uh, you know, it's going to be beautiful. I know we will be there, but that's a little nice perk uh, if you're you're starting to plan your vacation that far out. Um, you know, this might be an option to go to. Uh, I I can imagine that it will be great. Um, it will not have uh, Express Pass with this um, because, as you could see by those prices, um, this is uh, this is definitely bordering on that same value pricing that you get with Cabana Bay. Um, not not a bad deal at all, especially if the longer you stay, the the cheaper it gets. Um, but. You know, they will have early park admission, transportation uh, to the parks, all that stuff. So there's, there's plenty of plenty of things to look forward to there. So if you are interested in any reason uh, for booking a uh, stay at Aventura Hotel for August 1st, 2018 or beyond, um, get in touch with a Dreams Unlimited, Unlimited travel agent, mm-hmm. um, and they will be able to help you out with that. Other than that being said... There really is a whole lot of nothing happening at Universal. Um, Just waiting for that build-up to the new attraction. New attraction, new theme park, new yeah. water theme park. Good Lord. Well, we'll get there eventually. I mean, we have that. Uh, we're hoping for some type of Halloween Horror Nights announcement to come out. Still nothing. Even after HHN kind of teased on Twitter that there would be an announcement coming soon, nothing has still happened. Uh I'm. We're recording this ahead of time, as we always do. I leave for vacation on Wednesday, and I will be on a cruise, so I will. I, I will have a little bit of Wi-Fi, but I am cutting myself off from the world for a couple of days. Good for you. So clearly, that will be when they announce the next house for Halloween Horror Nights, and I'll completely miss it. Uh, but I guess we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about then when I get back, um, as well as next week. We are going to have a massive show because um, I'm pretty sure we're going to come from the grand opening of Volcano Bay. Well, we won't be able to pre-record a show that week. We'll have to. We'll essentially have to come over. We might do another live show next week. So on Thursday, yeah, we might have to. You're you're pushing it because there are two different things happening on Thursday that we all will be in opposite all, parts of the town. To don't give people false hope, but all in the morning. It's all in the morning. So I think you're underestimating Orlando traffic. I I might be. Well, we haven't said a. We I'm haven't just saying, said anything. If they're official. giving us the opportunity to hang out in that theme park on Thursday. My car will suddenly broken down. I, I'm not sure if they are. We will get our first look next week um, on Wednesday. 
uh, at Volcano Bay. So there will be a media day where we get to be in the park um, for a lot of the afternoon and get to experience the uh, the attractions that are there, uh, the slides, the dining, the drinks, uh, just everything it has to offer. Talk to uh, Universal executives about it all too, and then uh, they're they're promising a big soiree in the evening that rhino will probably be going to uh i'll probably be bowing out of that because you know nighttime with skin so pale as mine you'll be able to see me from like a mile away you'll be like edward um, the vampire exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> so i i do not take my shirt off at night i just i can't take that I, I can't take that chance so rhino will probably end up being there for a loan for that so if it all works out that we can have a live show next week talking about everything that volcano bay has to offer i feel like we'll take we have to take advantage of it in some way so uh no promises yet but we will we will do our best to uh definitely bring you up-to-date coverage on that regardless please make sure you're following along with us next week is it's going to be exciting uh on the universal side of things where we're we're covering volcano bay on the disney side of things we'll also be covering um We'll be covering uh, Pandora, the world of Avatar. All in, so we just have so much going on in this short little period of time. It's going to be very exciting. It is a very exciting time for theme park fans. Mm-hmm. I know it is a like, crowded two weeks for our lives. It is. It is. And um, good thing I'm going on vacation before it. Mm-hmm. So that way I'm calm when I get back and the fury ignites. But... Um, all that being said, why are we here today? Well, we are here to nominate the next attraction into the Universal, uh, Dis Universal Hall of Fame, and that is, of course, Dragon Challenge slash Dueling Dragons. Um, the very, very much loved and very potentially leaving us uh, attraction inside the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So I feel like this is a good opportunity to actually uh, discuss this ride because right now um, right now, a lot of the, the rumors that are swirling around are pointing that uh, this attraction will only make it with us until about September this year before it will finally see its closure, uh, which it's very, very soon. Very, very soon. Mm-hmm. So um, I will miss it when it, it goes, but um yeah so this is a did you want me to sing a song or something there um i couldn't think of a set jeez i am sorry i am so sorry i don't think we have a filter for sneezes (laughs) it came out of nowhere that did come out it got me sad thinking about closings yeah i'm 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 thinking of what's what's that one closing time oh Oh, spice girls okay um Time for you to go. Uh, yeah, well, I like closing time. It's, that, that took a really long time to get that. But it, <laughs> yeah, it's sorry. fine. It's fine. So um, let's go through. I, you're just going to stay over here. Oh, my bad. Sorry. I thought, it, I thought it just followed my voice as I am the most important person. Um, but apparently it does not do that. So let's talk about the Dragon Challenge. Of course, this opened up. Um, way back in the day, with um, with Universal uh, Universal's Islands of Adventure Park, but back then, before this was the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, we'll take you back to a time when this was the Lost Continent, and this attraction was Dueling Dragons. Bum, bum, bum. So, um, 
Uh, it was a pretty impressive Q uh, entrance here with the two dragons like growling at yeah, each other. Yeah, just just completely changed when it, it went over into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I'm actually uh, I, I'm upset. I never got to see. I don't uh, think I saw this either. No, I, I never did. My first my first trip to uh, Universal. I've said it before on this show many times. It was when I uh, when I finally got my ID and started to work there. At, at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So um, it was well into Dragon Challenge by the time I got there. But I feel like Dueling Dragons was one of those attractions that people just knew about, um, even if they never had been to Universal. It was just – it was one of those those things that was just – it, it was iconic with uh, the two inverted roller coasters that duel, and they 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 go at the exact same time, and they have uh, three points during it where it looks like they're almost going to to come in contact with each other. So just um, uh, just a really cool attraction. So it's right up there with other Universal ones, like uh, it, for Disney fans out there at least. Like I always knew about Spider Man. As soon as that opened up, um, it was just one of those things that you, you always heard about. You always heard about dragons. You always yeah. heard about. You always heard about Spider Man. They were just the the big rides of Universal. Um, and we could even go back even further if we wanted to with Dueling Dragons and discuss its origins that actually started with Disney. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting story too. It is. Um, you know, when they were designing Animal Kingdom, uh, we all know of the section of the park that was going to be dedicated to mythical creatures. That's why in the original in the original look for Animal Kingdom in the logos and stuff, you know, they had they had a dragon in the in the uh well, there's still no, the head at the it? entrance too, isn't yeah. there? It, well, that that too, but um, in the you know the the mythical creatures have been uh, they were kind of placed throughout, even though it never got to it. So like, there's still one lot that makes no sense in the grand the sense. The unicorn, yes, yeah, exactly the unicorn lot, um, and one of the attractions was supposed to be a dragon attraction, um, and it, it wasn't. It was definitely going to be a much more uh, heavy-themed uh, Disney-style ride, not a, a giant roller coaster out in the middle of uh, a barren wasteland like it is at Universal. But uh, there was a lot a lot more uh, intricacies to it and uh, just a, a ton more theming involved in it, into it. But um, – you know that never that never came to be. There was the dragon statue uh, that was always kind of buried away in the bushes outside of um, Camp Minnie Mickey, which is now uh, Pandora. And you know you can still see that dragon head poking through the 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 trees and stuff out there, especially if you're sitting at Nomad Lounge. You have a nice really? view right across from it. Yeah, you can still see it. Wait a minute. So, but the rock formation that's on the ground was that always there too? Which rock formation are you talking about? To the about? right of the bridge of Pandora, there's like rocks that look like an yeah, animal. That's, that's not that's what you're what talking, talking about, isn't about. it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That is cool. It is yeah, cool. No, it's just a, it's it's always been covered by trees and stuff. And yeah. that was that was one of the 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 signifiers that that was supposed to be that land, which ended up being Camp Mini Mickey. And yeah, just so say that better. way. 
<laughs> rest in peace. Hey, if it wasn't for Camp Mini Mickey, we might not have Pandora, the world of Avatar, which uh, some of you diehard Universal fans out there might just laugh at saying that, but it's pretty. <laughs> it's it's very pretty. Um, it's it's on the level of Universal's theming with Wizarding World. So it all worked out toward the end. It did. So um, a bunch of people leave Disney. Imagineering and come over, become part of Universal Creative. Uh, may, they have this Lost Continent section, and while not the exact same ride, it's not like Dueling Dragons was ever going to be in Disney. Uh, that dragon concept somehow made their way into the Lost Continent, and we have Dueling Dragons. And I, again, it's one of those things. I just wish I could have been around universal to to ride this in its original in the heyday iteration yeah Yeah. so because uh one of the you know there's lots of different aspects of it the ride track has not changed uh it is the exact same ride track as it is uh now for dragon challenge but obviously now with dragon challenge it no longer duels um that that was that was the the injuries that happened right yeah, so um, it, Dragon Challenge has always had a uh, just a kind of issue with little small problems happening with it's whether it's someone out in the ride track when they shouldn't be. Wait a minute, what? Yeah, you can look up the list of ride reports and injuries and other stuff. Somebody on it. could just wander down there somehow. Um, no, it's. I mean, if you're a tech and you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, oh gosh, there's things that could happen. But um, it, it stretches beyond that. It even goes to uh, guests with prosthetic limbs that don't oh, notify uh, team members that they have a prosthetic limb. And a history of said, issues with this at Universal, apparently said limb flies off in the attraction and uh you know there's water all below the attraction so you you lose a leg in the water it's not like you can just go get in it um good gosh yeah. do they recover it um i heard they found i think one when they drained it to start working on um the hogwarts express oh my gosh but maybe two of them but um you know and then there was an incident uh, that really kind of set off the whole uh, loose articles policies with Universal, and it's just increased and gotten more strict uh, as the years have gone on to to the point now that we have metal detectors and all of that. But uh, there was an unfortunate incident that um, someone did uh, have a, a little bit of a, a problem in the facial area. I'm not going to get into graphics here, but um, lots of these decisions were all made that they would take away the dueling factor of it. Um, But it did. It made it. It survived from dueling dragons into dragon challenge and still dueled for a while. Um, Are you looking it up right now? You talked about the guy with the eye was what you just said, right? I I saw the guy who got hit with the car. Well, I didn't see any of it. I'm not looking it up. I am hopeful that that guy was okay, but... I don't think so. I'm assuming you're not going to be okay when a 60 mile an hour cart hits you. Uh, the the tourist with the who got hit in the eye only had one good eye when they went on the attraction, and the injury caused them to go blind. But that that is not that's that's a human fault. Yeah. That's not like I don't. That's a non universal. That's when terrible people do stupid stuff. Yeah, no, that, that that is and. Um 
<laughs> I was working at uh, I was working at Forbidden Journey the day that that happened, and I remember all the the ruckus. And we used to have cameras in our control booth that looked into the rest of the Wizarding World, and so we actually did have a camera that could look onto the the loading platforms of Dragon Challenge. So there was questions about what was happening, but it was very tight lit back then. I, I see also that the two injuries happened within like two weeks of each other too, which is not great. Yeah, it was. It's sometimes just bad things happen, and it's unfortunate. Re- yeah. yeah, and so it, that was kind of the bummer that by the time I started working at Dragon Challenge, it was no longer doling. But um, I, I did get to ride it when it was doling. You never did though, because the first time you rode it was with me, right? Yeah, it was uh, the first and only time I've yeah. ridden it. Yes, <laughs> um, it was. The end of 2015, I think. Yeah, it would yeah, have been. Yeah. It was my first was. year here, and it was it was my it, it was, was your resolution. Yeah, my resolution. Maybe yeah. we'll get time to talk about those at the end of the show nah, today. I don't know about that, <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, yeah, it was horrifying. Yeah, no, and, and my you, first dangly roller coaster too. And, the feet dangle, and technically, you only rode one side. I didn't make you ride both sides. Well, it's so. all, I and you know, technically, my eyes were closed ninety five percent of yeah. the ride too, and I was crying. But. Um, you know, that really just escalated because it started off from me saying that I wanted to see it back in the day. But I just had used to hear hear all the great things about this queue from the people who um, used that worked there when it was um, when it was doling dragons and went into dragon challenge. You know, it wasn't that long of a time period, so a lot of people still had a lot of experience working there. Loved it. Um, there was a couple that still knew all the all the quotes and rhymes is they're dispatching a train and sending them out. Like, um, you know, now, now you might hear it with, uh, with Harry Potter there as the trains leaving your, your, your control booth operator might say something like fly bravely or another fun themed phrase like that. But back in the day they had these intricate rhymes that, Oh really? Yeah. And I, I could never learn them. I didn't have to memorize them, but, uh, it was just, it was all a part of that dueling dragons. Uh, there, they, the queue um, still was that castle fortress, but inside the queue um, in one of the rooms that now there's just a trash can sitting in the middle of the room. There used to be a Merlin character. Oh, that's they, cool. A Merlin face character that would be in there, and uh, you know, warning people and rhyming, and um, and there also used to be skulls. That just lined the entire queueway, which um, inside these holes. So you can still see all these holes and these weird openings that don't look like they're supposed to be there in the queue for Doling Dragons. But that's because there used to be evil, ominous things inside of them. So a dark ride. And then, of course, you had the two sides. You had fire and ice. Mm-hmm. So um, th- those were your two choices. And then the Woodsening World of Harry Potter comes in and changes that all up and turns it into Dragon Challenge. And um, basically Dragon Challenge, of course, is uh, kind of the, the point in the fourth book where uh, or the fourth movie, if we want to say that, where the Triwizard Challenge is mm-hmm. happening. And uh, so... You know, there's lots of lots of little references and nods uh, to the the movies in this, and that like right out out front of the entrance, you can still see it because it's still there. Uh, they have all four golden eggs that they have in 
um, Harry Potter that they're trying to get from the dragon. And the first golden egg is right above Dragon Challenge in the, I the title think I marquee. I knew they had all of so, them. Yeah, I knew they, that one. They they are. You will see. You will see all all four. Um, That's cool. Eggs because there's that one there, and then they have the other three in one of the rooms further on, um, where like where. Um, Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey is so intricately themed and so much attention to detail was put in. Uh, Dragon Challenge just didn't get the same same sort of love when uh, they they rethemed it from Dueling Dragons. So they put all these these banners and stuff for the for Hufflepuff and Gryffindor and um, the Durmstrangs and the Bo Bobatons or Bobatons, depending on which pronunciation you use. Uh, they kind of swapped that all out. They they put in the uh, Flying Ford Anglia that revs its motors and still lights are flashing and honking and, and i love it because when you're riding the hogwarts express over that car is it lands on the train in that same area it would yeah. be for the attraction exactly so they keep it uh they keep it in place and then you walk inside the queue and the first thing you see inside the champion's tent is the the goblet of fire mm-hmm. and you hear the the lines from the movie in, including potter potter from from Dumbledore absolutely having a meltdown that Harry Potter's yeah, name I hate that part. That was my there. least favorite part in all the movies. Yeah, because it, did you put your name in the goblet of fire? Because it doesn't really fit. What You're just was like described in the book. Dumbledore, calm your <laughs> calm yourself down. Um, and it, the only time I've ever seen you get riled up. <laughs> yeah, no. And Kylie and I go back and forth. Our favorite line from it's like it's not even seventeen yet. It's just <laughs> no. a it's just a throwaway yeah. line. But Is it one of those echoes in the background. Like, essentially, yeah, yeah, and we. Just we still we'll just say that randomly when there's this <laughs> awkward silence between us. There's not even seventeen yet. <laughs> um, but then you, you keep walking through and you see the you see the Triwizard Cup just glowing and and all a all afloat. I'm sorry you don't have more pictures. I will just flat out be honest. I never took pictures in here before they <laughs> stopped allowing loose articles up through the attraction. So I have can no you, pictures. Can you tell them you're going to come up and take pictures though? And they'll just – you think they'll let you? The one time I did, it was like, you can go right here where we can see you, and that's the furthest they let me. So mm. I, I don't know if that's luck of the draw, if I'd go with someone that I know that still works there. Maybe they'd let me yeah. through. But I haven't tried to do this since um, since they got really strict about it with the metal detectors, so, which is understandable. I, I see why um, You know they, they, they will – if you have uh, a wheelchair and you come up the exit, they will wand. They'll make – if you can get up, they'll make you get up and stand up and wand you down and then also check to make sure that the wheelchair has nothing in it. That's oh, how geez. serious they wow. are about it. Um, and then for the rest of the queue, essentially, it's it's very – it's very bare. Um, it's just a lot of those past memories left behind from from uh, Dolene from Dueling Dragons. So uh, there's a couple little cool things you can find. Some without a flashlight. Uh, without a flashlight, you can't see. Like there is a hidden noose that's up in the rafters at one area that I'll, I'll have to show you sometime. Yeah. Um, well, no, it's impossible now because you can't have your phone to look up there and see it. Oh, but, to shine the light? Yeah, but um, it's there. So that's fun. Um, and... You know, it's the next real big themed involvement of this attraction is when you get to choose your choose your fate. 
between the Hungarian Horntail and the Chinese Fireball. So, because they renamed them, um, and a fun little movie screen up above where you board the attraction as the the dragons roaring and crazy and then yeah you ultimately have to choose your side and uh whether you want to ride the chinese fireball or the um or the hungarian horntail so we are going to show you uh the ride through of both of them back to back so you can see and that is going to happen first with the chinese fireball and then with the Hungarian Horntail right now. And these videos will also be in the show notes if you want to watch them because you're not you're just listening to this right now and not watching. So here they are. The first big difference between these two attractions is that um, is that one side is faster than the other. Um, in terms of height, they're both the exact same height. I believe that from my memory, that is 125 feet at the top of their lift hill. Uh, could be wrong on that. Every time I had to climb to the top, I was, uh, unless I was evacuating. 25 feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless I was evacuating. Like if it was just for fun walks to check for loose articles and stuff, I, I would be like grasping on. But then as soon as the adrenaline took over for an evac, I just up. start like, you start sprinting up and you don't even care. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm in the zone. Gotta get these people off the ride. Um, I'd be like, I'm good. These people can get themselves off. Bye. It was actually a lot of fun. Uh, I, I only had to do, I only had to do one, uh, all the way at the top oh, evac. Gosh. And it was my fault. I was every my, the I was the CBO and I knew that the ride was going to go down and then fall at the top of the hill. I could have hit a ride stop all the way at the bottom and, stopped it down there and but you just like freaked you're like oh well maybe everything will be okay and then it gets to the top and stops like nope that's an evac oh Uh, okay i'm the reason so i'm gonna also climb these stairs since i just made everyone else do it um oh there's so many fun memories uh the the supports up there shake so much and rattle that i don't know if you know this but bees are attracted to vibration and shaking and rattling no so in the summer we would have awful issues with bees oh god yeah beads bees 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 actual bees no joking this time so like when that song uh bees in the trap came out you know everyone was singing a dragon challenge that that little period bees on the track Wait, so would, be, would, would, the, would the, the track go through and, like, the bees would attack people? The bees would be at the top of the lift. So as you got up, it was moving you, slow enough like, that bees could come at you. you'd be like, oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, my no, God. We, this is, like, my worst nightmare. We, we would have to shut their eye down for bees being a problem. <laughs> so, Jeez. Yeah, they, they would have to go up to the top and spray it and try to try to get it done. Oh, my but gosh. It's the secrets of, these are the secrets I'm probably not allowed to give away, and I will never have a job at Universal ever again because of it. But um, they're just they're just too good. Um, you know, there's guests out there who went through it who were stung by those beasts, so it's not really that much of a surprise. Um, but, yeah, so lifts, both sides are the exact same height. Uh, each side both goes through five different inversions, but this is where it's a little bit different in that um, – I feel like a lot of the inversions on the Chinese fireball are very, very kind of harsh. Well, that's because it says here that the Chinese fireball drop is 115 feet, whereas the drop on the Hungarian horntail is only 95 feet. 
Yeah. So I bet that has a lot to do with it. Well, However, it, the roller coasters are the same track length and everything. Yeah. And uh, part of that, too, is when the first loop on the Chinese fireball, it kind of it, – it immediately starts with a loop. As soon as you go down the hill, it kind it comes up which and loops over. You did the Hungarian horntail, which okay, is my, my preferred side. So the Hungarian horntail, like I love after you come down that first drop, it does a nice big sweeping turn, comes around, and then it, it – it kind of curm comes back around that turn, goes up, and then does a uh, uh, just a, a quick inversion mm-hmm. all the way at the peak of that hill. I just I feel like the difference between the two, the Chinese fireball to me feels like I'm riding a roller coaster. The Hungarian horntail almost to me feels like if you were like riding a Top Gun ride, not the terrible Top Gun ride that used to be at Paramount Park, <laughs> Kings Island, and Kings Dominion, but like if you were in like a fighter plane. It, it has that same type of feel to it the as banking. you're going through. Yeah, the, with the banking and the quick turn, stuff like that. So um, almost hitting the wall, which um, that's a part of the ride, too. You feel like you're going to hit the wall, but instead you do uh, two inversions to, to get around that. But, um, you know, these these two roller coasters, well, the Fireball is more intense than the Horntail. Neither are as intense as the Incredible Hulk. No, which you've written that, so done. you can. That yeah, literally felt like my brain was being scrambled when I was done for for quite some time. Yeah. But they still, there's there's just something about them. I I love the Horntail side, Fireball. I used to love. That was the first side I rode on. Uh, me and Fireball just have a, a bad memory together, mm, and that's why I didn't I, go on that one either. It's yeah, your bad memory. <laughs> the bad memory that I just I. Sometimes you say, thank goodness you weren't sitting one more seat over. And, um, but yeah, just, just for that reason, I will still go on it. Um, and if, if it comes to fruition that that ride does come to an end, I will go on it in its memory for one last time. But I, I love the horntail side. Um, and while this, the attraction as a general lacks a lot of Potter theming. Um, I think it is a historical piece of an attraction for Islands of Adventure, um, just as important as uh, just as important as Spider Man or the Incredible Hulk. I feel like I feel like Dueling Dragons and Dragon Challenge are just as important in the history, and for that, to me, I think that makes it Hall of Fame worthy. And I think a lot of people will be extremely sad when this does officially close. Granted. Because it doesn't duel anymore, you know, it doesn't have that same feeling and that same exciting energy about it, but it is still two really great roller coasters. So if it closes, is the rumor that it'll be a Harry Potter-related thing that goes there? Um, There's been multiple, but yeah, pretty much right now it's expand more on Potter and potentially get two attractions in that space. But at one point in time, there was even toying around with the notion of putting in a mega coaster in this area. But that's off the shelves now um, from everything. I was going to say, whatever goes there has to be something that it it can't just be a Jimmy Fallon. It's got to be something that really brings something to the park. And essentially it's got to, for me, that's got to be Harry Potter. I I would even love to see a forbidden forest dark ride. Mm. Go simple, go simple, take something out of Disney's note and do (laughs) it, do a nice, easy, uh, dark ride through the forbidden forest scene scenes as you go around there. It doesn't need to be intense. It can still be, it can be family friendly. You can have Voldemort feasting on a, 
on a yeah unicorn at some now, point. I I think that that would actually fit in perfectly right there. Um, I I would uh, you know I would love to have some sort of boat attraction. Even though now you have the Hogwarts Express, yeah, but they dropping bring they ride the there. boats up to the school too. Yeah, it's, year, year, for year one. Yeah, and that's that's the main issue. It's how do you get you know how do you get body of water the body of water there to and then it's not in the right place like they have the body of water right down below yeah harry potter and the forbidden journey which um from what i was told in my time there that originally the idea was to try to have people actually enter down from there and have like lockers down by a water so you felt like that was the start but just a logistical nightmare that was never yeah. going to happen but just kind of like a blue sky pitch from it but you know there's lots of stuff i would love to see in this area but um you know it, it does take up a massive amount of space so i understand that it will go one day because they would have to do a full track replacement on it the same way they had to do with the hulk well the thing is too is down here um i think when islands kind of first came around it, it got the reputation of like oh this is a thrill park you know and I think the name of the game right now in theme parks is not necessarily thrill rides, but it's innovation related to thrill rides. So it, it is more like where's Spider-Man? Yeah. You know, another Spider-Man or um, I don't want to say another screen-based thing, but something that involves a higher level of theming to it. Uh, you- but, but, I, but, I, but I do think that what goes there should be thrilling. It yeah. shouldn't be just something – easy Uh, i'll be honest there's one other aspect that they look at now which i know it's something that they are trying to do um but think about uh think about islands of adventure in terms of what the rides are you have toon lagoon Mm -hmm. which is all outside attractions um over in marvel you have Spider-Man, which is inside, but you have the Incredible Hulk, which is out, and technically Storm Force Excelatron is covered, as well as Kara Susel and Cat in the Hat, but then you have the High in the Sky Seuss Trolley train ride. That's all outside. Mm-hmm. Well, there are portions of it outside, portions inside, but it's outside. Uh, Dragon Challenge, all outside. Um, Flight of the Hippogriff, all outside. So... When it rains and there's inclement weather and it starts to lightning and the they have to shut down attractions, closes, yeah. half the park closes. And you just have – you have Forbidden Journey. You have um, you have uh, Poseidon. You have Cat in the Hat, Storm Force, Spider-Man, and then now Kong too. But you lose River Adventure. You, you lose a lot. So um, they if they can take – Get rid of Dragon Challenge and add in two attractions that have no outside part of it. Because let's be real. In the summer, it's Florida. Yeah. Thunderstorms roll in every, and day. every day. And I cannot tell you how many shifts I showed up for at 2 o'clock. And I sat around for the first four hours of the shift because it was down due to due to severe weather. Yeah. So um, I, I think they could do it at you, but clearly because of my emotional attachment, I think it should be in in the Hall of Fame for its history. What about you? Eh, I get I get the reasoning. It is I do think it is an integral part of the history of the park. It doesn't really have so much. Well, I don't want to say it doesn't have innovation because there is a, there weren't many things like it. I mean, when they dueled and they went at each yeah. other, and it was a dueling dragon. That is an interesting aspect of this attraction and the history and 
Hmm. I'm going to put it in there, but solely because bring it on in it to win it. Uh, and that was, if you said no, that was going to be the ultimate selling point in the end. You heard me say it in the tease um, uh, about a movie that was a gymnastics move was inspired by this attraction. Yeah. Well, um, Rhino, can you explain? Bring it on. <laughs> to no, win it. I don't think I want to. No, you don't uh, want it was to? a made for a, a, a direct to a DVD, like the third bring it, or I guess every bring it on after the first one was like this, but this <laughs> yeah. is the fourth bring it on in the franchise. Um, and uh, essentially, it's the West Coast Sharks cheerleading squad are uh, competing against the East Coast Jets. You see what they did there? The Sharks yeah, and the I Jets. Do. It's so uh, their uniform colors are also blue and red. Interesting that that's also the color of the uh, roller coaster. But one, it's the whole, it is the whole uh, West Side Story thing. One falls for the one on the other side. And. Um, uh, however, I can't. I watched this movie. I remember it yeah. was on ABC Family, and they blurred out all, anywhere it said Universal. It was literally yeah. just a blur mark on the screen where oh, I was I... like, "What is going on?" Um, but I don't know. I don't remember how it ties into the attraction. Oh, because they they do ride the attraction. I remember them um, riding it. They they ride the attraction in this. It's uh, there's a little bit of time actually spent in the whole Lost Continent area, but they do. They do ride. Uh, they ride dueling dragons, and essentially, uh, you know, they need to overcome and they need to win the cheer competition. And so, the way they do this is by doing a move that eventually gets known as the the double dragon, mm-hmm. and that's where they kind of not to be twist confused them. with the. the- NES video game, yeah. Double Dragon. And I, I was, I'm sorry, I was looking for a legal way to find a clip of this move to throw in here, but I, without paying for it, I can't Oddly do that. enough, it's a hard to find thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it should be a lot easier to find a clip of this, but essentially they come up with a move where they twist little tiny cheerleaders around in circles where they nearly miss each other like the uh the iconic if you're looking at dragon challenge from the outside you see the two loops where the legs almost it's, it's just two you know two inversions that look like their legs are all going to kick each other um and that's a move that they kind of recreate as a double dragon therefore solidifying dueling dragons in dragon challenge into movie history forever with mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this this really dumb cheerleader movie which i i have also i've only seen it once when i when i moved back to florida after my college program was over uh i didn't realize that was my first time ever staying on my own i didn't realize stuff like oh you can't just like walk into an apartment or a townhouse and the power's on and cables there and you have all of your utilities. I didn't know that you had to call these companies up and have them set it up. And sometimes <laughs> it was days. So the the I moved down in January, like the third of January, and the temperature outside in Florida, like the high every day was in like fifty five and the low was right in the thirties. It was one of the weird, bizarre cold fronts that just moved through Florida that was terrible. So I had to drive down to uh to past Tampa to where my aunt has a a house and I'm staying there and sitting in the bedroom and flipping on TV. I'm like, oh, that's, I think that's universal on there. And then I got lost in this wormhole of bring it on in it to win it. Like, I can't tell if it's universal because they 
Of course, they're yeah. blurring everything Anything out. that makes you think it is. But that's the first time I experienced that. And that's, who knew I was going to be destined to end my universal career working at Dragon Challenge after seeing it and bring it on in it to win it. Yeah. But, um, yes, I absolutely think it's worthy of it. Of course, though, it doesn't matter what we think. It only matters what you think because you guys are going to be the ones who are voting on it. So if you want to vote on that, you can do so at disboards.com. Um, I'm going to be on a cruise, so I'm either going to put it up really late or I'm going to put it up very early. Uh, so it'll be another spoiler on top of uh, all the other spoilers I've already given away for this episode. But uh, if you want to find where you can vote on this attraction to see whether or not it's in the uh, the Disney Universal Hall of Fame, please uh, go to disunplug.com, home of our show notes page, where you can uh, – find all those links and for this show that show the other shows all the shows, uh, all the shows that we do um the the craig and rhino duo shows <laughs> there's only 18 at this point now um but yeah they are a good good thing so thank you guys so much out there for uh for watching or listening to this we really do appreciate it rhino thank you for joining me along on this ride well thank you for having me on this yes. dragon challenge of an episode uh, mm. that doesn't even it was even clever it was terrible a little bit i clever. hated it but but, uh, of course, we also have to say before we leave here, make sure that you are uh, you're subscribed to us on iTunes as well as YouTube, leaving uh, comments down below with us as well as hitting like if you actually do like this. and uh, Share it with a friend. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the, Sharing is caring. The best way is if you like what we're doing or even if you don't like it but you think you might know someone else who does, go ahead and share it. So the worst thing they're going to do is not be your friend anymore <laughs> um, or families. Uh, works many different ways but yeah go ahead and do all of that and thank you guys again so so much we uh, couldn't do this without you um and i wanted to i really wanted to do resolutions today oh, but we're just sugar we're running way out of time so that's going to do it for this episode of the dis unplugged universal edition we'll be back with you next week but remember no resolutions this week see y'all